New year means new clothes, at least in our book. I've really been stocking up on denim this year and DNCO has not like so many good options. I'm doing a lot of basics right now, really obsessed with Madewell's bodysuits. And I love that DNCO has them as one of their brands you can shop on their website. Use our code SWIPEFAT to get 30% off your order. That's new and returning customers. Visit dia.com slash swipe fat to get shopping. Are you, are you, are you dancing to an invisible song? Yeah. <laughs> to our intro. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not really in invisible. Your, yeah. In your head. Yeah. It's chunky. It's happening right now. It's moto moto. Yeah. Nikki's at her house just dancing. <laughs> just, I was just waiting for her to be ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> um, well, I think we're both super excited about our guest today. So, um, excited yeah who is it you know her from tiktok where she roasts misogynistic men we're talking to drew Applewallow, and we are so excited about it so excited she's um she just hit like five million followers Mm -hmm. so guys she's like kind of a big deal (laughs) (laughs) um and like nikki said if you are on tiktok you probably know who she is uh she is just roasting all of the fat phobic assholes out there um for us so thank you um people have been calling her the like she's a crusader crusader of women yeah a professional roaster um so yeah we have her on today so we're super excited hi drew thanks for coming on thank you for having me it's so nice to be here i know i'm literally such a fangirl um (laughs) you show up on our tiktok all the time our for you page so this was really exciting also people have been tagging us um together and stuff i noticed so i was like this feels like a great collab yeah fate 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 has brought us together (laughs) go after a fat phobic asshole they're like swipe that (laughs) there you go we're a match made in heaven i know (laughs) I don't think, do we like react though? I've only reacted to a couple of people. That's, but nothing, nothing like you. Like (laughs) you're so much better at it. (laughs) I feel like I, I'm like in this mindset of like, um, which I think like women are generally like given of like, don't react. Like you shouldn't yeah. react. Yeah. And I, cause like, I remember when um, Nikki and I first started getting comments, I was like, don't even comment back. Like we don't care. Right. Yeah. And, but yeah. I get, I only get really mad when they say things about her. Right. I and, feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I get pissed and then I'm like, no, I have to say something. Cause you can come after me, but you can't come after her. <laughs> yeah. I feel that I'm the same way about like my friends and like my family. Thankfully my family's like kind of off limits as of right now, knock on wood, <laughs> um, which is really, and like my boyfriend too. So yeah. that's, those yeah. are like the only, but I mean, other than that, I'm like, you guys can say whatever you want to me. That's, right. fine. <laughs> that's fine. I signed yeah. up for it. So that's fine. Right. How do you get that thick skin to sign up for something like that? Um, I always say I always like make jokes about it, but I growing up, like my family, I'm like, I'm someone, so like we love to like roast each other just for fun. Like just it's that's harmless shit. It's nothing like terribly offensive or nothing pointed necessarily it's more so just like all in good fun when I was a kid like when I was really young I I used to take everything very seriously like I used to take it so personal and I remember my mom would tell me like you gotta learn to take a joke dude like you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna have to learn to take a joke or you're never gonna make it right and I'm a firm believer now that like if you can't laugh at yourself like if you can't take it as well as you condition then you can never really truly be funny Um, because you have to be able to take a joke if you're going to hand them out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just growing up in that environment is kind of what fine tuned my like wit, if you will, like, like getting quick with the comebacks and then thinking of stuff to say, um, using it to like eradicate misogynist. That's just something that kind of (laughs) happened, but I've always just been, um, unfazed, I guess, by, by people who mean nothing to me saying horrible things to me. It just doesn't just right over my head it doesn't bother me at all (laughs) yeah how did you get like started in like did you start knowing that you were gonna like this is like gonna be a page about 
misogyny and fat phobic people like I'm here to like be an ally or like how did you feel like it started for you um I would say it, it didn't start that way I just kind of started on TikTok um like my boyfriend encouraged me because like back in the day I used to do like Snapchat rants you know like because when you're young everything pisses you off you're like, you, have, yeah. you can bitch about everything so I used to like make rants for my friends and it would, it would they would laugh and that would be it so when the pandemic hit and TikTok was like not nearly at the apex it's at now but it was like on the rise my boyfriend was like why don't you try and post the funny stuff you did on Snapchat or Instagram stories like do it on TikTok so I was like eh because I felt too old <laughs> at the time because like no, at the wait, time, wait. It was- you feel too old yeah, I did at the time. Are you 25? <laughs> I'm 26. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I, and I honestly, though, mentally, I'm like an 80 year old man. So I, and I've been that way for, for a hot minute. Um, but like at the time, it was like all like, you know, like the Charlie D'Amelio's, like Addison Rays, they're all yeah, like yeah, 16 yeah. to 18. So I was like, I'm geriatric in TikTok years. Like I'm literally damn near retirement. <laughs> so, I was, I kind of started just posting funny stuff, like silly stuff that had real, no real direction. It was just kind of stuff that made me laugh. Um, and then one of my first videos that like really took off was, um, I stitched someone that said like, what are some very specific red flags that you have in men? So I made like a list Mm -hmm. and they were very specific and that video took off. So when that video took off, obviously that was the first time I got like a huge wave of hate from, from dudes. Like that was my first time experiencing that. So because I'm so confrontational, I literally just started, I responded to every single hate comment. I made videos to every single one talking shit back. Like I was taking pictures of what their face looked like and calling them things and comparing them to things. And I was just, I was hammering them out. I was literally posting like 10 a day. Cause I was like, nobody follows me. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. So I was just pushing them out constantly. Me doing that is kind of what started this ball because like I started talking shit back and laughing back at them and then women were kind of like oh that's cool I kind of like that and then it just turned it just like snowballed into this whole thing but that's kind of how it started and then now that I'm like a crusader for women is like a mantle that I'm very happy to take on it's an honor and a privilege um but it's just something I didn't set out to do initially but I'm very happy to do now so (laughs) Yeah, that was a long-winded answer to your question, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, have you always felt like you're like a feminist? Like, or do you feel like that's something that sort of like came from this? Um, no, I've, I've definitely always identified as a feminist. I think though, um, once the ideologies of intersectional feminism came more to my attention and I was w- more well-versed in the, the, basically the ideologies of feminism as a whole, but more specifically, in an intersectional way, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, this is my vibe. Um, because, you know, there is such a thing as white feminism. So that, yeah. that kind of um, track is kind of where I, I would fall off a little bit. Cause I'd be like, well, there are some things that I don't really like fuck with on this side. And then once I understood the true meaning of intersectional feminism, I was like, this is me right here. This is my lane. So I'm all about feminism that includes everybody, right? So it includes um, gay women, fat women, black women, trans women, black trans women, indigenous women, all of the like. So that's the kind of feminism I rock with. So I'm very, a very proud intersectional feminist for sure. So everybody should be. Yeah. (laughs) Did you growing up get bullied or anything? Like, is that like, was that part of your history or did you like have to stand up for bully, like people who are being bullied? Um, no, growing up, I was never bullied myself. Um, but I have always been a bully of bullies. I've been that way since I could formulate thoughts like as a child. Um, my sister is also a lot different from me in the sense like we're the same person, but we're also two sides of the same coin. So like I'm very extroverted, very confrontational. My sister is the complete opposite. So she's very introverted and um, very shy initially. And so as kids growing up together, um, whenever I felt like someone was trying to take advantage of my sister or, or kind of like walk all over her, I would get very defensive and very confrontational. So I think that was kind of like the root of it was just being like my sister's like protector almost. And then, um, just like growing, going through school and stuff, I, I was always 
standing up for people that I felt were being treated unfairly. I just really have always really hated rude people, (laughs) like people who are rude for no reason, bullies who bully for no reason. I've just never liked that. So I've from as a child growing to now, like anyone who's known me for a very long time can tell you, like, I have always been this way. (laughs) Like some people are like, it seems like it's an act and it's not, I'm truly, this is who I am like a hundred percent of the time since I was a kid. So, um, yeah, never really bullied as a child, but definitely stood up for people a lot. That was kind of something I did a lot. It seems like in your videos that you get joy from like going back at them. Like (laughs) you're like getting a little high from it. Is that, is that the case? Um, yeah, especially when I can think of something really funny to say, or like, I have a really great idea. I get re- I get really excited about it. Um, but yeah, it, it truly is fun to me, like making content and reacting to stuff and making people laugh and making people feel good and all that, like that stuff makes me feel really happy and giddy. So, I mean, that's why I'd be laughing all the time. <laughs> Your laugh is infectious. It's so funny. <laughs> Thank you. I like told someone that we were um, going to talk to you and they were like, oh, I have the girl with the laugh. I was like, yeah, she's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's my hallmark now. Yeah. <laughs> girl with the laugh. <laughs> it's great though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, okay, I do you feel like you get a lot of criticism for like your takedowns? Like, do you feel mm-hmm. like people think you're being too harsh? Um, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah I, I get I get constant um, messages and comments and people stitching me and all of that um to basically saying I'm just as bad um I'm sitting to their level and blah 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 I think that the the biggest difference is well one I'm not a bigot so there's that right automatically I'm a better person just by default because I don't hate people for no reason yeah so that's one but two um every single criticism I receive in that regard always seems to leave out the other person. Like I'm the only person that's being included in this equation. If we're going to criticize the way we treat other people, how come they're being left out? And I'm the only one that you're talking about. And I also say too, um, if I looked differently, would you feel differently about what I said? If I was a white man, if I was a white straight man, if I was a white woman, if I was a thin white woman, would you feel this strongly about what I said? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. those are all different facets of bigotry that they all have in common all the dudes that I make fun of or make get to delete their videos or get to delete their accounts that's the one thing they all have in common is that they have prejudices that they haven't worked out and I always think people who say that to me are under the assumption that I'm trying to change people I'm not you can't change people half these men are older than me the people that I make fun of they've made a choice. You know what I mean? They've made a choice to put this app, like this video on an app that invites public discourse. That's on you. You and mm-hmm. you invited public discourse. It's not like I snuck into your files and stole it and put it out there. You know what right. I mean? Um, you put something out there and I responded to it. So why is it that I'm the only one that's getting the shit end of the stick when it comes to this? Like I'm the only one that's receiving criticism. And sometimes you have to understand that you, you can't be nice to people enough to, and get them to be nice back to you. If you're a bad person, you're a bad person. No, no matter how many people are nice to you, try to educate you, try to teach you, no, nothing's going to change unless you make the active decision to unlearn it yourself. That is the only way it's going to change. So they've decided not to. So I've decided to light them the fuck up. That's how I make my choices. <laughs> we all made choices as adults, consenting adults to this app. That's the choices we've all made. So um, I get that all the time, all the time. Do you feel like you get it more from men or do you think you get it from more from women? Um, I would say more so from men, but okay. um, I would say it's probably like 60, 40, like 60% men say that to me. Um, but there are quite a few women who say that. Yeah, I was just going to say that's too. like a high percentage, like 40% mm-hmm. women. Cause I think oh, yeah. I, get, I get the most upset when we have like upset when women are like mean to us. Same same it's it's honestly a bummer to me um more so than men because I'm like I'm on your side girl like I'm I'm with you babe like we're we're on the same team like let's hold hands literally join me in this crusade I'll take you to the promised land girl like I I literally always think too like not only am I on your side but like they're never I mean what do you get out of doing that like a woman who hates women that's never a good look on anybody so like I'm sticking up for you and you're attacking me. So that says more about you than it does about me. Right. So like, 
it's a bummer, but I've also made it very clear that I'm never going to drag women the same way I drag men on my platform. This is a, a hard line that I've set um, because men do enough of that for all of us. Yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to support or amplify being a pick me, but at the same time, I'm not going to make fun of what you look like or anything like that because men do that enough. So that's not why I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you think about it too, if people really pay attention, I get tagged in like thirst trap videos all the time of dudes, like, like being, being cringy or whatever, <laughs> like, okay. like kissing their phones or their hands. And, um, I never make fun of that shit. You know why? Yeah. Cause it's not hurting anybody. No. It's just, it's just like, I, I think it's weird, but like go off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever if it's works for you, for then you, it's King. for you. Right. Yeah. Whatever's, whatever works for you, King, that's not, that's nothing to do with me. Right. But like, I never make fun of people like that because they're not hurting anybody. Like they're just, they're just being silly and like, you can go be a silly goose and see you later. I'm, I'm here to get rid of the horrible people. Yeah. That's why I'm like, if I was attacking people who weren't doing anything actively to others and I was making fun of what they look like and stuff like that, that would make me a bully. Right. But I'm, I'm choosing people who are attacking others unprovoked and mm -hmm. yeah, I'm still, and I'm still a bully. So yeah can't win with those people. So I've just decided to ignore it. <laughs> Do you think the women who like criticize you for what you're doing would criticize you the same if you put in, if like, I think they're expecting you to do the emotional labor to teach these people yeah. what you're doing wrong. Like yeah. if you were doing that, do you, would they talk shit about you? I don't think, I don't think they would. No, they wouldn't. I, I, they wouldn't, but they would still find something to be upset about. Like they would still, they would still find, because like women like that are just never satisfied at that point. Like they just don't want you to criticize, criticize men ever. And like, I tweeted about this yesterday, but I got a comment from some girl on my video about um, the dude who was like basically teaching men how to like commit sexual coercion. Right. Yeah. So I, I got a comment from this girl that was like, I actually liked this one. It was like some shit. Like, I actually liked this. Like your point comes across a lot better when you do it this way. Like much respect. I said, girl, eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my left nut, bitch. I don't care. Like <laughs> nobody fucking ass. Like this shit is backhanded as hell. Like it's funny because tone policing me says a lot more about you than it does about me. Once again, it, it's not up to you how I choose to handle bigotry. That's not on you. That's on me. I chose to react to it this way because that's how I feel about it. And it's the only way to get them off this app. Like, yeah, that's why I said, you can, you can love and kiss him all you want, but he's not going to change. He's not going to stop making this shit. He's not going to stop posting about it. He's still going to be like this. So I'm never going to change him either, but what I am going to do is make him afraid and second guess the next time he wants to put some shit like this on this app. Knowing that I exist is already making men not want to post stuff like that anymore. Knowing that I exist on that app, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that it's just, there's just no winning with women like that. Um, but yeah, if I, if I was nice and kind, they would still find some shit to complain about and say like well he didn't mean it like yeah I'm like okay well he's not here girl like if you want to kiss him on the lips go to his page I don't know what I, feel, like, I <laughs> feel like that's the biggest thing it's like they all these people want you to give these guys like grace or like oh my god yeah you know like oh well they didn't mean it like that or you know they're young they're just, yeah. they're like 14 or whatever and it's yeah like that's the point like you have yeah, to yeah no shit like they need to learn now yeah so that they don't grow up to be assholes exactly like they can fix it now yeah and and it's and it's another thing too like that's that's like the irony is that that's internalized misogyny right there yeah. is like this this puritanical belief that all women owe men patience and grace right. and kindness no matter the level of disrespect no matter what they even like back in the 50s and 60s they could literally beat the shit out of you and you should yeah. still be nice to them you should still be patient with them because they had a bad day at work fuck all that mm -mm -mm -mm. Right. <clears throat> that's what i'm saying like no fucking way and that right there is that's internalized misogyny right there like that that shit has a grip on you girl so mm -hmm. the point where you think that you have to be nice to people who are disrespectful to you not in my house mm -mm. totally I mean no I think way. the whole that's the it's because like I don't know even my, my mom right like mm -hmm. at some point wouldn't have been able to open a bank account without yeah. her husband helping her right so it's Literally. like we had to be like that mm -hmm. because there was no way for us to get out or like to make our own money yeah. or to own our own property and Literally. it's like it's have changed so much and I think so many women especially people that have been you know born even 
like after my mom in like the seventies, like they don't even yeah. realize how much, how far we've come. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, and so, then when they're like, oh, back in the day, like women used to stay by their man and blah, blah. They had no choice. They had no that's choice. The, exactly. That's the part you're leaving out. Like women couldn't do shit without men. Unfortunately, legally, they couldn't mm-hmm. do anything without them. Now that that's no longer the case, turns out you have to be a nice person to find a woman. <laughs> oh, crazy. You have to be a good person to like land a bitch and like be happy. Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, like essentially we don't really need them, right? No, like- not at all. And we're learning now that they they make pretty shitty partners. Like, yeah, no kidding. Honestly, like the the bar is in fucking hell. Like, like, like actually, oh, for men. Well, because a guy opened the door for one of us and like put on our jacket. So, no, I know. We got way too excited about that, and that was like weeks ago. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you held open a door for me. I'm like, oh my god. I know. They're like, he he was nice to me. Yeah. I know he funny. was kind he was kind and respectful oh my god that's <laughs> criminal right literally yeah. <laughs> there's gotta be something wrong with him he has to be a serial killer <laughs> like, honestly like what's wrong with the picture here mm-hmm. you just like hate men and like all men right now I think if I was seeing the amount of videos you get tagged in every single day I'd, mm-hmm. I'd hate everybody like I if if I had a boy, like your boyfriend, I'd like probably take it out on him. Like, <laughs> no, like I would just be like, uh, you're great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already knew I knew, I mean, I think everyone, every woman knows like every, every, um, heterosexual woman knows like the arduous task it is to date men. Um, especially in this day and age. Um, luckily I've, I've like been with my, my man for like four years now. So I've been off That's the grid way. for a while. Thank God. Um, but I think we all have our perception of how men are and like how based on our experiences with them, whether it's dating or just a general interaction. Um, but then seeing all of my mentions, like it's, it's like opened a whole new, like area of just like truly vile men. Like, like I knew men were shitty, um, to some extent, but like that the rabbit hole goes so much deeper than I had ever I know, watching some of these it's like I can't believe you would even say that on the internet like I'm oh, like I get that people have these thoughts but then like to actually say them out loud yeah and broadcast them to a, like an audience of oh, yeah many different people and hope they go viral that's their hope oh my god yeah like and with your government name like with your first <laughs> and last name like that's wild bro you're really rolling the dice there dude like that's crazy. I'm like, you don't think about your job security or like your family. Like you don't think about any of that shit before you do this. Like, well, and that just, I think that just alludes to like, it's truly just like, it goes in a circle. Like it's just, it's just a circle of ignorance, like in this entitlement to like, you know, grace and patience and kindness from women and anyone else who may be affected by their jokes. Right. They're like, oh, like you have to be cool with it because I said it. Hello. Like you're, you're bothered because I said this, like, and now it's like, we're in the day and age now where it's like your actions have consequences, like very real life consequences. And that's on you. Like you have no one to blame but yourself. Like in the event I find it or someone else finds it that like finds out where you work and shit, like that's on you, buddy. Like yeah. you made those choices. I feel like that's the one that I can think of. There were people were saying in the comments, like you're ruining these boys' lives. It was like two boys. Yeah. And- um they were like the young ones of, yeah they were making down syndrome, of, like, down syndrome yeah and I was mm-hmm. like no like this is like when they need this <laughs> like, yeah one of one of those kids moms was like in my comment section like talking shit and like she was like I get it like it was kind of bad but like what you're doing is so much worse bitch no <laughs> uh, how was that kind of bad I don't know but I was like respectfully you can suck my ass Carrie I don't know what the fuck you want me to say bitch like I'm like if your son is old enough to post on social media and you know he's doing this why am I parenting your child why am I the one handing him consequences for these shitty horrible actions like shit like that's not funny and it's not a joke like that was one of the most unfunny jokes I've ever seen so for you to come on here and try and tell me that I'm doing something bad by making fun of your fucking son for being awful on the internet calls coming from inside the house girl that's on you like mm-hmm. this is a you this is a you issue that's not on us so most especially me I didn't give birth to your ugly kid that's not me <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't do that shit. You did. <laughs> I love how you always say too. You're like, who gives men podcasts? Like, oh my god, yeah. Some ban all men from doing a starting a podcast. <laughs> we need a screening test from now on. You need to be able. You need to apply to start a podcast from now on. You They've sh- abused the power. I come. I come from male dominated radio, and mm. they were. They're saying that shit on the FM dial that they're saying on podcasts. So like, Jeez. it's not. It's not anything new, unfortunately. I know, huh? It's just like it just became more accessible. I think, like for for like regular dudes to just like buy stuff, record them talking into it, and then posting it. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't have sponsors to answer to. Yeah, exactly. They can just yeah. be a fucking idiot for free. So, <laughs> what do they? What do they think they're gonna get out of it? I truly. I rack my brain about it too. When I see all the different podcast videos I get tagged in, I'm like, if the goal is to end up with women, this <laughs> is setting that back like 10, 20 years. Like you, you're, you're literally digging your own grave with this. Like no one's going to, no woman is going to be like, that's the guy. Yeah. Him, come on down, buddy. Well, I was like, if don't respect s- women. <laughs> if someone ends up dating that guy, who said the thing about if my wife gets fat oh yeah oh my god yeah um I will leave her I don't even care if I have kids uh, like who you imagine willingly walks into that <laughs> who just like if that's like that's a perfect example if you have the the thought in your brain it doesn't need to come out you could leave it in there you leave can very easily be like mm, I'm gonna leave this one in the safe like just think, yeah I'm gonna keep that in the chamber that's just for me like they, that's that's what I'm saying is it's like this entitlement so like it's it it, it alludes to this privilege that men have that they, they just like don't ever suffer consequences for anything they're just so used to to speaking and being open and fucking horrible publicly constantly because they never suffer any consequences so like you take it to something like TikTok and then all of a sudden people are like you're kind of a fucking horrible person and like his follow-up videos were just as bad if not worse than the original because he was like everyone's like like freaking out like I would give her at least five ten years or no five years and I was like oh word gee thanks I'm on a I'm on a clock yeah you got five years bitch if you're still fat by the end of this I'm out of here yeah and that's the irony is that these are the same dudes that talk about how women only love men for what they can provide and like that right there, what he described is the definition of conditional love that mm-hmm. has nothing that is not unconditional. There are parameters on that. They're like, I'm not going to love you if you're fat, <laughs> which is just so bizarre to me. Like, dude, I just sometimes when I tell like my boyfriend or like my dad, for example, like I explain to them these videos, my dad is like so simple. My dad is like the most upfront per- black and white person ever. My dad's like, why would you ever say that? Yeah. Why would I think that. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm asking you yeah. like, as a dude. You yeah. tell me. Can I get a little insight? Yeah, give me some feedback, man. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to get in the mindset of this like awful person yeah. brain. I can't even. I can't even relate. I have literally can't even begin to understand. So yeah. I just horrible. think it's this like every. And I think you said this once in a in a TikTok, but it's like you see all the people who are in the comment section are like young boys Mm -hmm. and it's like these guys that are perpetuating this idea yeah of these like misogynistic thoughts and feelings and it's like this is where they're learning it from now exactly and it's Um, it's this perpetual cycle of toxic masculinity it's just never ending and the the irony is that patriarchy chokes out men too toxic masculinity mm -hmm. chokes them out also it's like you also suffer at the hands of this so if you work with us to disable it you also will benefit from it, from being released, released from this grip of like the male gaze, dude, like they are in a chokehold by that shit. And I'm like, it must be exhausting. I, it must be so exhausting having to live like that. A perfect example is like this whole thing of, um, like men are like, Oh, you can't be emotional yet. They get emotional about stuff, but it's like, they're not allowed to be by Mm -hmm. the patriarchy. Like you're not allowed to have feelings and emotions or whatever. If you were, allow yourself to have those feelings and emotions you could bring great <laughs> partnership like yeah. you could bring all those things to the table yeah instead of bringing what you're bringing which is just anger 
and like judgment yeah yeah it's like what you really should be mad at is the patriarchy but exactly yeah it hurt it hurts all of us that's what i'm saying it, it we all suffer at the hands of it so just working to disable and unlearn the like different ideologies that have been ingrained in us because i always say like we we were all born in a patriarchal society all of us have internalized misogyny that we have to unlearn and exercise out of our brains and understand that this is not the way things need to be they don't always have to operate in a gender binary and they don't always have to be like men do this women do this like it yeah. doesn't always have to be that way um it shouldn't be that way so it's like if it's not your fault if we're all born in this culture because we are right but it is your fault if you die that way if you die still believing that that's on you because you had every opportunity as like a contributing member to society to unlearn and and refocus like what really matters and what really is going to make you happy and what really is going to bring you joy and peace in your life that's the, the the most ironic part is like if you joined my crusade you too would live a very happy fulfilling life like you wouldn't be constantly running from something or being angry all the time like yeah. I had a I had a one dude make a video about me and he was basically saying explaining that he used to be the dude that I make fun of like he used to be that exact person and then he basically woke up one day and decided like he asked himself like why am I so unhappy like why am I so angry all the time like why do I hate everybody who's happy like why is that and so he started like talking to new people like people who don't look like him don't live the same experiences as him talking to women reading from feminist authors like reading a bunch of different books and then he understood why does he felt that way it's because he hated himself so he would project onto others so yeah. he was basically saying the shit that I do is so important because it doesn't just help women it helps men too and everybody in between right but it helps men understand that like he said basically they're never going to change until it hurts enough that it forces them to change and like I'm the hurt <laughs> like that's me I'm like the yeah. catalyst for the hurt so you know perfect yeah. example no, I think that's like, it's so, yes, the work you're doing is so important. I think like I had like my own internalized misogynist, like when I first saw your videos, I was sort of like, Ooh, you know, like my reaction was like, oh, you don't, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk back. Yeah. I think that's like what I was taught, you know, is just to like mm -hmm. ignore it and it'll go yeah. away. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think like, especially as someone who like, you know, Nikki and I are both fat so like you don't mm. want to bring attention to yourself right because yeah. it's like then I'm gonna get more and more hate and it's like I yeah. don't want that right like I want to yeah. ignore it yeah absolutely and the the sad the sad part about that too I feel like is that you're almost made to believe that you need to shrink yourself right mm -hmm. so you need to you need to shy away from your light and and who you are and what you want to say and what you want to be in life because you don't want to rock the boat. Right? right. So it's almost like this constant, like, well, I mean, like, I guess it wasn't, it's like this constant, um, settling in your head. Like you're constantly like, well, I mean, I guess it could have been worse. Like, I guess like it could have, well, I mean, maybe they're having, like, you're just constantly yeah. making excuses for the people around you mm -hmm. to justify why they're disrespecting you because otherwise you would, you should say something. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what your belief is but then you're like well if I reason with it then I won't have to say anything and then it yeah. won't blow back on me more right right um, which is it is understandable you know what I mean especially um, living a life as someone who's like a fat person for example right or someone who has always been who's been bullied before like these are all things that I take into consideration too because I, I have had women reach out to me and say like you know, like, um, in a nice way, asking me, like, why is it that I do it the way I do it? Right. Um, why do I um, approach men this, the way I do? And so I'm more than willing to have the open conversations with people when they're genuinely trying to learn and understand. And that's why I always say it's like, it's no one's, it's up to no one except myself, how I choose to react to things. Um, but I do think that there's more in the message than you hear. Like, obviously you hear me making jokes and being funny, but there's more messages in there than that. Like, and I always say too, like when men fucking hate the things I say or whatever, they're like, you're just, bad, bad. you're always making fun of short guys. When they say that shit, like you only heard the shit that applied to you. You didn't hear anything else. I said, I said like 50 fucking things and you only picked up two of them mm -hmm. because your mind is so closed off to hearing women out. Right. So I always give women like what you were saying, 
how you used to deal with things or how you used to see things like taking the high road, for example, like people are always like, oh, well, women are the only people who are always expected to take the high road. Like literally it's on us constantly, like to be the bigger person. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of women started gravitating towards me because I, that high road doesn't fucking exist with me. Mm-mm-mm. Like if you go low, I'm going even fucking lower. That's like how I've always been yeah. um, because I feel, I truly believe that like respect begets respect. Like whatever it is you give to me is what I'm going to give back to you. If you're being disrespectful to me, there's no fucking way I'm going to be respectful to you. Unless of course I was like when I was younger and I was working like, and it's like in a work environment or something, that's obviously yeah, yeah. different. Right. We're talking like regular life, like personally, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, and I'm always understanding to why people are like, oh, I can never, like, I can't, I can't do things like that. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm always empathetic towards that. Cause not everybody's like me. And I understand too, that like the shit that I say, I always get blowback on it. Like I get tons of hate, like constantly, like every fucking day on every platform, people started emailing it to me, like, cause they yeah. wanted to. So like that kind of shit. I've made my peace with it. Like that's the the deal I signed when I decided to be a public person. So, and it just, it just doesn't bother me. So like, I'm like, I'm okay with being that person. Like I'll be that person for y'all. Like I'll be the one that says the shit everybody wants to say and gets the hate. I'll fucking do it for you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like we can tag you and you can help. Exactly. Right. And I'll take care of it. So you but we cannot email you those videos yeah exactly please don't email me the video it's <laughs> insane yeah I know that's, they just really want me to see it so I'm like that's that's fine but I, I promise I will see it even yeah. if you don't email it to me I will get to it I promise yeah <laughs> you're like I'm, I have seen it it's just like there's a lot out there <laughs> yeah I know oh my god I'm like constantly sifting through the garbage like a little raccoon every day is your is your like for you page just like straight misogyny like is that I actually I get that question a lot no actually shockingly thank god yeah no it's if anything I get the occasional thirst trap from dudes um which I'm like "Mm, I don't like this kind of content what the hell is this that's that's as far as it goes thank fucking god um but typically my for you page is perfect but just my mentions are another story have, have you seen the fat guy who is um duetting every man's thirst like hot man's thirst trap to show them how atrocious it is like, i don't think so you know, an ugly man doing what you're doing it's not good <laughs> wait i like, haven't even quite... seen that yeah i don't think i've seen that yeah he's like one guy was just in the bathroom like doing this dumb dance with his hands like but he was hot because he had abs and he's just Mm -hmm. like shirtless and so the guy's doing he's like look how dumb i look (laughs) he's like it doesn't really quite hit the same does it if i do it that's all he's doing now is he's just duetting like idiot thirst traps hey man whatever works yeah (laughs) (laughs) whatever gets you the numbers i'm all about that (laughs) um it's funny because nikki and i share like a tiktok so oh nice our uh our for you page is really interesting (laughs) right so is mine mine's on it i honestly really love my for you page it's perfect i'm so glad that like my mentions haven't and like interfered with it at all yeah oh my god yeah i'm so glad (laughs) i don't think they would good job I would think they would, yeah, because she's yeah. reacting to di- the, all of it, you know, she's reacting to the videos. Mm-hmm. She's interacting, but TikTok's doing their job then. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. We love shaved balls. How about you? Valentine's Day is coming up, and we know just the gift to give to that special someone for any and all special occasions. This V-Day, it's time to give him a gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped created products he's actually going to use after V-Day. Go to manscaped.com for exclusive offer for 20% off and free shipping with the code SWIPEFAT. His balls will thank you. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SWIPEFAT. Gift is Cupid and Arrow from Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Like, let's say we have people who are listening who mm-hmm. do want to say something or yeah. like want to fight back, right? Yeah. Like, what would your recommendation be for someone who's like starting that journey, I guess? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I think it's fair to want to be able to like respond to comments and stuff, but like, yeah. I mean, I know you were like born with a thick skin but like I don't know I I want to be able to give people something to like a lot of fat women when they're dating they get like they'll be guys who just swipe on them to tell them 
that they're fat. That they're fat, yeah. And like, I think it would be good to help arm people a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a serious answer and then I'll give you some like actual insults to always use. So like <laughs> for, for like people who want to learn to stand up for themselves, because that's typically, that's technically what it is. It's like, oh, the umbrella of it is that you need, you want to learn to stand up for yourself and like how you can go about getting started because you're very passive in that way. Um, so I always tell people to start small, right? So there are little things that passive people do that, um, that they let go a lot of, and it's something that you shouldn't let go of. So for example, um, if someone gets your order wrong, right? Like if you're, if you're at a drive through and they get your order wrong and you're like, I'll just drink it. It's fine. I don't, I don't want to cause problems. That's something that you should work on. You should say, excuse me. I think you got this wrong. Like correct them. Right. If someone mispronounces your name, right. Mm-hmm. Some people will go literally I can't tell you how many people I've met personally in my personal life that have let people call them the wrong name for years because they're like yeah it's too far gone now like see that's it's little things like that that you let go of that grow into bigger passive um, behaviors right so you start to let people say passive like aggressive comments towards you right and you let it go you write it off as like oh well Maybe they didn't mean it that way, like that kind of stuff. I always say like when people say things to you, believe them. However they said it in whatever way they said it, believe them and react accordingly. So if it was disrespectful, if you took it as disrespectful off the bat, react to it properly, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to start screaming and yelling, like nothing like that, but you can very easily check people without getting crazy, right? Like you could tell people like, mm, I don't know about that, right? And I always say people, when people make, like if you're at work, right, for example, and you have coworkers that are bigots and they make like sexist jokes all the time or racist jokes or transphobic jokes or homophobic jokes, whatever you want to call it, like all these like dark humor jokes, when they make them around you and you don't like it, you are allowed to say something. You can yeah. say something, you can speak up, you can say, and if you don't want to outwardly be like, what is that supposed to mean? You could literally just say, I don't get it. Explain it to me. And if they're like, oh, it's a joke. You're like, I don't, I don't get the joke. What's the joke? And then just sit there and just look, makes people uncomfortable. And then it makes them not want to say it anymore. Right. So like, those are all like really minute things that I feel like passive people overlook all the time because they're like, well, I just, you know, it's like what we said, shrinking. Right. So you're Mm -hmm. like, I just, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want anyone to look at me a certain way, but you should always operate under the assumption that you are allowed to have like to receive the same respect that you're constantly giving out to others like the same kindness and respect you're offering to men especially who are just used to getting it all the time everywhere they go you're allowed and entitled to the exact same amount of respect and so those are little ways that you can like start working up to being more confrontational I guess like you could stand up for yourselves I guess confrontational is the wrong word because that's me but like (laughs) (laughs) I know not everyone's like me um, but then also reacting to hate, right? Getting getting any kind of cyberbullying, whether you're a creator like me or you're, you know, like on a dating app, like you said, and people are just disrespectful for no fucking reason. Um, things like that. I always say, for me personally, this is how I see it. These people could literally drop dead tomorrow and I wouldn't care. So like, yeah, I don't care about your life, let alone your words. Like the words mean even less to me. Like, I don't care about your livelihood. I don't care about your family. I really don't give a fuck what you do and what happens to you. So like, why would I care about the words that you said to me? You know what I mean? That's how I I see it from a very removed perspective because once you try to look at it that way, nothing really matters. Like when, when they say mean shit to you, it doesn't really matter. It'll bounce right off you because these people are giving you nothing. They're not paying your bills. They're not feeding you. They're not keeping a roof over your head. They're not buying you things. They're not paying your car. They're not doing any of that shit. They're literally just saying shit because they feel some type of way about themselves. Like what they say to you is a reflection of them, not of you. Right. So it's more so like, and I always say too, especially because I, I stick up for like, the fat community so often because I feel so very passionate about how terribly they're treated in so many different facets of life. Like it enrages me. So I make videos about in like defending them constantly because it's just so, it's so rife. Like it's something that's so aggressive in so many different men, especially on TikTok that I always think too, like, you know, just them just existing upsets them. 
why? I don't know. You got to be sick in the head to, to be that like upset by someone just living their life and being happy and like, you know, enjoying themselves, being in love, being, you know, going to dinner or like enjoying yeah. just literally any aspect of life of them looking like they're having fun or enjoying themselves. It enrages them mm-hmm. for reasons that are beyond my understanding. But I always feel like it's you they're holding up a mirror to these men who fucking hate themselves. They've been told forever that fat people are undesirable and don't deserve love and happiness, right? And should hate themselves enough to to work hard and look a certain way, Mm -hmm. whatever they say, right? And then when they see fat people existing and being in love, right? And enjoying themselves, having a family, right? Doing all of these things that they have been conditioned that they are entitled to and don't have, but fat people do, it enrages them. Cause it's like, you're holding up a mirror, like to them, they have, they're forced to look at themselves and be like, okay, if I'm doing all the things right aesthetically, how come I'm so unhappy? Yeah. How come they have all those things and I don't. And the reality is it has nothing to do with what you fucking look like. And it has everything to do with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So I always feel that understanding those differences and the nuances behind like why people say the things they do it'll really help you understand that it doesn't matter like it shouldn't affect you it should make you feel it I mean it's going to affect you to some extent because you're human right right? but it should never weigh heavy on your mental because these people don't mean anything like they 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 truly 100% are jealous a lot of times that you're happy and you're thriving and you're living life and you deserve to be happy and to thrive and to live life not not according to their terms but yours right right and then as far as like arming people with insults right i'm giving you a really long winded answer i'm sorry no but, this um, is, that was perfect okay <laughs> um but as far as insults right i'll just give you some off the dome for for men specifically that they fucking hate um you can always make a short joke right yep um no matter how tall they are just ask them like you know, like the, that trend on TikTok right now, where they're like gaslighting men into thinking they're short. Yes. They are. So like things like that work all the time on men like that all the fucking time. Like men who truly don't care, they won't care. Mm-hmm. But you know, like men who swipe on you purposely to be mean to you about being fat or whatever. Um, high jokes always hit. Hairline jokes always hit. Hairline, like they yeah. hate those. They <laughs> hate favorite thing like did you, I think you said this recently it was like if you if I'm gonna you're gonna make if you're picking like you're choosing you're saying like I'm gonna divorce you if you gain weight then you yeah. need to make sure that you keep your hairline yeah you go you don't go bald those are the deal that's the the terms and conditions that we're both signing on to right when we get married yeah and that's why they they hate hairline jokes believe it or not lots of straight men are are deathly afraid of going bald like and not just going bald but receding that's even worse like oh my gosh so you could just literally say like what do you think it's going to be like when you lose your hair in two years are you are you worried about that like if you just say that they they will spin out even if they have a full head of hair they'll still spin out about it no matter what so those always hit also saying they have really small feet you could say like oh your feet are so cute they're so small <laughs> and they're like what are you talking about i'm a size 11 you can be like oh my guess would have been an eight <laughs> my bad <laughs> for some reason it's important you say eight for some reason that number drives them fucking nuts and you know why because small feet small you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so they know they know the vibes and then also <laughs> um small calves they hate that too they really that yeah they especially gym dudes especially gym dudes they and it's so funny because they end up going bald anyways and they always have small calves so especially if they're on roids and shit they always end up going bald they also get like saggy nipples too because that's also part of a side effect of taking roids and shit so that's if you see a shirtless pig you could say that too but (laughs) but um small calves are are also a huge one they fucking hate that joke like they they get so upset about that and I just think it's I think it's a gym bro thing more than anything yeah I haven't heard I haven't heard that one but that was a good one to have in an arsenal oh yes small calves yeah they're like oh your calves are so dainty oh so cute you got little deer legs that's cute if you just say that in passing they're like what'd you say to me and they're like these are not small and they'll send you pictures of their calves it works every time dude they fall right into that trap every fucking time it's so funny (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish I had an asshole in my life to try it out on. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you'll run no. into another one. We've oh, got to have some. Wait, somewhere. yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I, I think, think those are so much be. better than I'm usually like, gig comeback, dude. <laughs> it's like not yeah. a good one at all. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you could, you, well, and they say that you could be like, oh, awesome. Okay, my turn. And then you say stuff. And then they're like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Ah. And you're like, oh, bummer. See ya. <laughs> when uh, you do that? <laughs> that's when you just send back the bumble picture of that. Right. Literally. Yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could give um other people like my brain. Cause like I I constantly I tell people all the time, like if you're trying to think of something to like make fun of them for, like you just gotta study the pics, like really study them and like try and find shit to like compare them to. Um, that's just how my brain works. I don't know why I just store useless information in my fucking cerebellum. So there you go. I'm just constantly on the prowl, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just in case they try it with me. (laughs) Gotta build a case file. There you go. A Rolodex. I have one in my brain, so I think I'm going to make a concerted effort to fight back a little bit more. Yeah, you should. I highly recommend. I mean, you can, that's why I said you could always build up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like almost like a, like a certain strength. I feel like that comes with it, especially standing up to men who yeah. are actively trying to like hurt you for whatever reason. Um, it's like this uh, almost like strength and courage you get from standing up for yourself because you deserve better so I always tell women like if you know you deserve better and you know like what you expect and you have your expectations really fucking high then shit like this will never truly like penetrate your brain because you'll know that you deserved better and that you're worth more and you're valid at whatever size whatever you look like no matter what you're valid and worthy of all the love and respect you want out of the world so then it's just like that shit will just roll right off you if you start really truly believing that about yourself and then it starts with like standing up for yourself you know what I mean next time somebody says I love fat women just reply I love saggy nipples and I and I love short guys oh my god I love a short king in heaven I love a short king king. you say you know I normally don't date short guys but maybe I'll make an exception for you and then I'll be like short who's short I'm not short (laughs) <laughs> like freak out and want to prove to you that they're not short which is even more embarrassing yeah so <laughs> embarrassing right <laughs> i don't care i don't care <laughs> about your height sir actually this oh. was awesome so much for joining us oh my god yeah are you kidding i've had a blast thank you so much for having me good i'm glad yeah <laughs> i think i think everyone will really benefit from this so I'm so glad. I hope we so. have a we have a Facebook a private Facebook group, and I feel like lately we've been getting a lot of screenshots of people getting um, rude comments, oh. and you know, I, I think it's too. It's like once a man um, gets insulted, or like you say, like I'm, I don't want to go out with you, yeah, um, or like no, thank you. Then it becomes this whole big thing where it's like well yeah. I don't like you anyway because you're fat and yeah they automatically choose fat like that's the first thing I say they yeah. and, I've, and I've made videos about that too in the past where I'm like the men who insult me and call me a fat ugly bitch um they don't even know what my body looks like they have no idea none of my none of my fucking videos show my body it's just my fucking face so they quite literally have no idea what I look like they just truly don't give a shit they're just trying to hurt my feelings and misogyny, you know, lends towards thinking women are extremely vapid and all they care about is their looks and they hold all their worth and value in their looks. So they think the meanest thing they could say is tell you you look fat and ugly. That's like the meanest yeah. thing they could ever say to you, which is not true. So totally. fat is not an insult mm-hmm. and beauty is subjective. So everybody's ugly to somebody and everybody's hot to somebody else. So exactly. <laughs> it's like, those are all like beauty subjective and fat is not an insult. So there you go. Take, it takes the wind out their sails automatically. As long as you know that deep down, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it, it doesn't, you don't give it the power to hurt you. Totally. So. I know we had, the, I didn't, I made a TikTok recently. It was about like men doing the bare minimum and me being like excited about it. When we were talking about like yeah. holding open doors, all this stuff. And this yeah. one guy messaged and was like, talk about bare minimum. And I was like, what? I, I bring so much to the table. You don't even know. Talk about bare minimum. What, 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 are, you, what are you sending me a resume? Let me see it. You know what I mean? Like, let me fucking see it then. 
That's why she's so good. The bare minimum for dudes is like a fucking beating heart. Like that's literally, for, that's the bare minimum for them. Women in general, men, women just existing are way too fucking good for every man on this planet. That's just automatically. I don't need to know what you look like or what, how much money you make or your influence on this world. Um, if you're a woman, you're too good for every man. There you go. Period. So that's like, you know, automatically. That's why I always say that whole bullshit as like, what do you bring to the table? Right, that fucking bullshit. I always say, well, you don't have a seat at this table, so you don't really need to fucking worry about what's being served, do you? Because you're you don't qualify for this seat, bitch. So don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, worry about the table you're sitting at. How about that? And then you can maybe work your way up to this one. I wouldn't my mm. I wouldn't count on that if I were you. <laughs> so that's why I always say like women are worth so much more than what they believe sometimes, and that's why like you know, you making TikToks like that about bare minimum stuff is so important because women are like conditioned to believe like, oh, like he texts me this morning. So he must really, really care about me. Yep. And that's why I'm like, what are we congratulating fish for swimming? The fuck? Like that's, that's bare minimum shit. That's he should be doing anyways. That, should, that he should be affording to just out of the kindness of his own heart. Not because He's like, Ugh, my stupid girlfriend needs a like, text every morning. Like, <laughs> gee, thanks is what I always think. So that's why I'm like my, my boyfriend, um, like I, before I started dating him, like the dudes that I date before, oh dude, one wrong thing. I was like, I'm out. Mm -mm." I was talking to a dude once and he made up a word while we were talking and I was like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm out of here because it's just too much for me. I had one dude who would never wear chapstick and I offered him some once. And then he was like, oh, it's cool and just licked it I was like, I'm out bitch I'm out I can't do this I'm sorry I can't do this so shit like that that's why I'm always like you want a quality like if you're a heterosexual woman and you want you want a quality man raise the fucking bar and yeah. keep it there that's why I was I tell people all the time I see I know you see those red flags those those little things I know you see them and sometimes you overlook them because you're like oh well maybe no believe him the first time he does it believe him that's what I always say because then that's who he is you know what I mean like and then you think too you're getting the best version of this person in the beginning and he's already doing shit like that nope what happens when you get into a fight what happens when you're suffering mentally and you need someone to lean on what happens if you suffer what happens if you go through grief like what happens if something terrible happens is that the person that's going to be there for you you know what I mean like that's why I always think like First sign of distress, fucking peel out. Mm -mm. Nope. If it's like a, a red flag, you know what I mean? Sometimes girls be ignoring them. And I, yeah, I think yeah. fat women, especially because we, we think we can't find anyone else. I so know. And it's put up horrible. With that shit. Yeah. And you, and, and just, it, it makes me so sad because they're just worth so much more than what these, these vile fucking men are conditioning them to believe. Yeah. Right. They like, constantly hammer into their head like you should be grateful for at least this because you're never going to find anything mm -hmm. better which is not the fucking case that is not the case at all like that's why I'm always like when you hold your standards high someone will meet them it may yeah. take a little while but someone's going to get there man someone's going to meet them and exceed them so like my standards were already really high so when I started dating my boyfriend now I was like oh fuck dude like he passed all the tests and I was like oh no what am I gonna do now shit shoot I oh have to God. date him now <laughs> I know I was like fuck dude and I think I'm in a relationship now I was like I was like telling my sister I was like I think I'm in love and shit what the fuck <laughs> because I had never felt that way before because I, so many dudes had tripped over like the first two fucking hurdles mm -hmm. so like I was like eh, eh, you're out get out of here so he not only met my standards, he exceeded them. He far surpassed them. So that's why I'm always like, it took me a while, right? But I found my person and I, I truly believe that there's like a, one person for you out there. Unless of course you're like polyamorous, of course. But like, if you're looking for a monogamous relationship, I truly think you'll find someone who will give you all of the things you've always wanted in life. Like yeah. you just gotta, you gotta hold out for them. You know what I mean? Like you gotta... You gotta really muck through it, but you'll you'll get there. You I do promise. gotta muck. You, gotta yeah, muck. you really do. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, unfortunately, being a heterosexual woman, unfortunately, right? So, but yeah. I do.
<laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This was yeah, awesome. of course. Where can people find you if they would like to follow you? Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Drew Offwallow. That's my handle on all of them, except Facebook. Don't request me there. <laughs> that is a every boundary. Other one, though, yeah, every other one, free game. I'll see you there. Well, at the end of every podcast, we say bye together. Would you want to do that with us? Sure. Okay. Hey, guys, we'll see you next week. Um, make sure to follow us on Swipe Fat on TikTok and Instagram and join Facebook group. Uh, search Swipe Fat Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Drew. Bye. bye.